What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We've got another fun podcast for you today. This is part of our Shooting the Bull podcast series that we have, where the crew of E-Hunter gets together and we talk about some of the most important debates that we have in the hunting industry. Uh, we have a, a really fun one today. It is, what is the best big game animal to hunt? And I know everybody's passionate about your specific animals. We did some polling on Facebook and Instagram. We called a few people, talked to a few people, and got their thoughts on it. And it was really fun to hear what everybody's thoughts were. And so um, if you're one of those people that posted, uh, stay tuned to the podcast. I'm sure we mentioned your name as we go through the comments that we received on social media. But before we get to the podcast, guys, I always, as always, want to thank Vortex Optics for sponsoring everything that we do here at, at eHunter. Also, want to thank PhoneScope for sponsoring the podcast this month. Uh, they're they're an awesome partner for us this month. Look forward to future relationships with them as well. But uh, make sure you check both those out, both Vortex Optics and PhoneScope, if you are getting ready for the hunting season, as most of us are right now. Um, I know both those places have some products that you're going to be interested in. So. All right, guys, without further ado, let's jump into the Shooting the Bull podcast. All right, well, and I'm going to include this in the podcast. Since Curtis is too much of a chicken... Don't include that crap, dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what we're doing here tonight, uh, another Shooting the Bull podcast with E. Hunter, um... Obviously, we got Monty, Curtis, Seth, and myself on the podcast tonight, um, shooting the bull, just talking about what's good in the world of hunting. Um, Tonight, we're going to be talking about um, what the best big game animal is to hunt. Um, Seth always thinks that he knows what the best is, but when he comes on, you guys can just ignore that, because I'm just kidding, Seth. (laughs) This sounds like Taryn. He's describing uh, himself. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm actually excited about this podcast because... It sounds like you're talking about yourself, not Seth here. You know what, Monty? <laughs> Never mind, I won't finish that. But I'm actually really excited about this because we, we put some polls out on Facebook, on social media, uh, just to see what everybody's thoughts were. We'll share some of that information. But before we get into that... Let's talk about the four of us and what we feel is the best big game animal to hunt. And Seth, since I talked crap about you from the beginning, why don't you you go ahead and start us off? All right. I'll start us off. Okay. So it's pretty simple. It's easy. It's cut and dry. It's mule deer. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Why? You can hunt them every single year. On the large majority of states, you don't have to sit and wait for 20 years like with elk. You knew that with turkeys, too. Or with moose. Are are turkeys big game? Curtis thought so. It's a big game application. (laughs) That's true. No, it's a a turkey application, and it's processed through the Upland Game Proclamation. I think somebody needs to fact check that. Is that true? I... I believe turkeys are big game. Okay. I've always All thought right. that as well. Okay. Uh, get to uh, hunt it every year. Hold on a second. Hold on. Before you keep going here, Upland Game. I'm going to ask Google here. Well, I'm looking <laughs> Upland Game and Turkey Guidebook 2020-2021 for Utah. Sure enough, they, Utah mm. has some Upland Game and Turkey. 
<laughs> it's Utah, though. All right, let's check out Colorado. What, what about Wyoming? You got to draw a tag, I believe. I don't turkey hunt. Colorado's got its own turkey brochure. Yeah, we have we have uh, general season turkey and application turkey, so you can have a limited entry tag or a general season tag. Interesting. I've always kind of been the same way, that it's always been like lumped in with big game. All right. Sorry, Seth. Continue. So, no, to, Arizona to yeah, considers yeah. coos deer, mule deer, buffalo, Arizona turkeys, pronghorn, antelope, javelina, elk, black bear, mountain lion, bighorn sheep, and bobcats to be big game within its state's boundaries. Javelina and bobcats? West Even Virginians, lions. by con- contrast... Hunt for black bear, deer, wild turkey, and boar. Yeah, so some, I mean, some states classify them as big game. Others don't. Pennsylvania says they're big game. Just over the border in New York says they're upland bird. (laughs) So it's a a coin flip. All right, so if anybody's listening and knows or has any uh, input on this, please let us know. All right, Seth. Turkeys. Yep. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> turkey argument. If get away, is anybody else like losing I'm... Seth completely? I hear him too. Hello. Are you in Wyoming, Terry? Holy moly! I can hear you. You hear me? Hey, there you are. Okay. Sorry, I missed That's all that. Weird. I didn't record any okay. of that. Start from the beginning. <laughs> okay. So, jeez. To counter on you, editing. Yeah, I've got to edit your guys' podcast, anyways. The the turkey point. You didn't hear any of that about uh-uh. turkey compared to mule deer. Okay. So. If you get to hunt mule deer every year, you can hunt turkeys every year, but you get a lot more meat off a of mule deer than you do a turkey every year. What about cow elk? I don't get to hunt cow elk every year. I can hunt spikes, I guess, every year, but I don't get to hunt cow elks every year. How often in Utah can you draw a cow elk tag if you're a resident? Depends on the unit. I mean, sometimes you get lucky one or two points. Sometimes you're – I mean, I think my – one buddy's got four or five, six oh, points, can't draw. Wow. Yeah. But so roughly every other leftover year. tags here. Yeah. yeah. Leftover yeah, tags in Wyoming. Same in Colorado. Think you, can, you can buy like an open bowl elk tag um, or like a cow elk or a spike tag, but the success rates are pretty low and they're in nasty dark holes that I don't like to go into. <laughs> so... That's why I like mule deer. Moving on, they're light enough that if you kill even a big one, typically one guy can pack them out by himself. Don't need a crew of guys to get it off the mountain like even a smaller elk. And that's it. You've got it. Okay. Very arguable points. Thank you, Seth. Appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Curtis, what about you? So I'm actually going to have to side uh, 
with my good buddy Seth on this one as well. I prefer to hunt mule deer as well. Um, the reason why is that I'm an archery hunter first and foremost. I hunt um, a rifle hunt as well, but in Utah especially, you draw the archery permit and you can hunt for about a month on that tag, which is a lot longer than any of the other other hunts, muzzle loader or rifle or anything like that. Um, plus you've got the extended Wasatch as well that you can hunt. So, I mean, just the, just the opportunity for mule deer is usually a little bit longer talking archery. The seasons are a little bit longer. Um, and there's nothing better than hiking your butt off, getting into the back country, um, and being in their summer, summer range, you know, you can pattern them really well. You get up high, you see where they bed and, and there's no better hunting than spot and stock mule deer with a bow so they've got my bow right there i thought you were going elk i thought so too i'm really actually surprised no, right now i've yeah i've hunted elk more the past couple of years because i've um drawn those tags and i won't even talk about my deer tags last year that taryn was supposed to take me on that just uh, didn't even work out for that was some a reason, miserable so. hunt um, but yeah, no, every, it, it falls back to mule deer for me. And I, I second that with, uh, Seth as well. Like you can hike back in the back country by yourself and, you know, carry a deer out if you, if you need to on your own, which I've had to do that a few times and that's just not possible with an elk. So I'm with you, Seth. Depends on how big Atta a boy, boy. you are. <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we won't go down that road. <laughs> You better depends be a pretty on, big boy to carry an elk out by yourself, Taryn. Uh, you got to see me. Depends on how many friends with horses, you know, Taryn. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. Llamas. How you I just used a llama. It was pretty dang That's sweet right. last year. Use a llama. <laughs> Carried out a whole elk. Mm. All right, Mr. Miles, what you got? See, this is a hard one for me. Because you all three think I'm going to go pronghorn. Oh, which absolutely think it, that. Top of my list has always been pronghorn. Then I thought about it a little bit, and the most of my hunting is actually mule deer. And not necessarily just hunting, but shed hunting. I'm not looking out for sheaths on pronghorn, but from May until August, I'm shed hunting with the family, and it's always for mule deer. So for me, it's going to be mule deer again. Dang it. It's the icon of the West. I grew up in South Dakota. I grew up hunting mule deer and antelope, but I moved to Wyoming for the mule deer. It's not necessarily just the backcountry backcountry hunting, but like I say, the shed hunting that you can do almost year-round here. And it's the people aren't attached like they are for elk shed hunting. It's always the mule deer or the elk shed hunting, and then after the first weekend, you have all the whole land to yourself for mule deer. So that's why I picked mule deer. Good answer. Well, this really I'm sucks. Go four for four. Yeah. Um, four for four on <laughs> so I've been giving Seth so much crap because he he thinks for sure I was gonna go elk, and I kind of you know <laughs> led him along on that. So here's here's my thoughts on this whole thing. I do love elk hunting for a couple of reasons. I love being able to call an animal in that's not a turkey. 
Um, I love you know the size. You get a ton of meat off of them. They're just absolutely gorgeous animals. I love elk. But the thing about elk hunting is, especially bull elk hunting, you don't get to do it that often. I, well, in Colorado, you could do it more because there's over-the-counter tags. But and That's about the only state you get to do it a lot in. And it's really not the best hunting in those over-the-counter units. And so it's right. it's not really the best. And, you know, if I go back to why I got into hunting or how I got into hunting, it was mule deer. You know, at 14 years old in Utah back in the day, that's when you could start hunting. It was mule deer. I hunted mule deer. I've, I've hunted mule deer pretty much every year my entire life. Um, bull elk. I've never hunted bull elk. In, yeah, I guess that's not true. I did get an open bull tag in Utah, which that tag... It's pretty rare you're going to get a bull with that tag. Um, but I've never hunted limited entry bull elk in Utah. I did get a nice bull here in Colorado last year. But, you know, it. yeah, I'm with you guys. It, it's mule deer. It's where it's at. <laughs> four for four. Yeah. And that's all you need to know, folks. Yep, and that's <laughs> the end of the podcast. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing about mule deer, though, is like – you know, elk, once in a while, you get some, like, uh, non-typical stuff on them. The thing I love about mule deer is you just never know what you're going to get. When you're looking at a buck, he could have cheaters off one side. He could have inlines. lines. Uh, it would be awesome if he had drop ties. I mean, there's so many. I, I guess elk has that, too, but not as much. You know, you, you guys know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. you get more non-typicals with, with deer. Right. Well, and just on a personal note, you know, I've been in on – tons of bulls being called in and it's it's really cool to have them screaming in your face and the adrenaline dump is awesome but nothing gets me more excited than when i've got a bow in my hand and i'm i'm on a particular unit or whatever and you see this huge rack just swing up out of the sagebrush on a big buck i mean it's just it's something else mm-hmm. yeah agreed just think of the shed hunting part of it too People right. kill for damn elk sheds, you know. They're camping out for three days at the elk refuge here in Jackson. Right. Whereas you get people come in for opening meal there, you know, same. But they'll by the end of the weekend, they're gone. And you have all yep. the country to yourself. All the family time you want, all by yourself. And there's a ton of meal there sheds everywhere. Right. Don't the... Well, there was until you just said that. So, <laughs> yeah, you screwed yourself. <laughs> Don't let nobody like, follow you, Monty. We're actually talking about just skipping the first two days of shed season this year because it's just so frustrating. Stay Even for the mule deer, the opening weekend, literally by Monday, they're all gone. A lot of them are out of staters and they'll come for the weekend, but yep. it's just not fun to me having. You know, four or five people on every hill. I will give it a couple of days, and I'll admit though, going. when you're out shed hunting, like, yeah, I mean, I, I do love picking up a, a good mule deer shed, but man, when you find one of those big elk sheds, that's you throw that thing on your back and it weighs like 15 pounds, and that's pretty dang awesome, though. Well, I agree, but how many elk sheds are actually going to find a year? Especially now. I- yeah, I got a two and a nine year old. You know, they're not gonna walk all day in hopes to find you know a raghorn, one raghorn. Right. They won't be finding five to ten sheds. It's just not gonna happen with elk. Yeah. Unless you Back. have some sweet spot. Yeah. 
Yeah, back in the day before it exploded, we had a really good spot for elk sheds, and it was it was cool. Like finding matching sets was awesome, but we never found anything gigantic. Just the unit we were hunting, shed hunting, didn't have that big of bulls on it anyway. And and finding matching sets were cool, but the the coolest memory I have of shed hunting back then was finding a five by five deer set. It's like a one fifty class buck, but they were laying right on top of each other. And even all those elk sheds I found didn't compare just because there wasn't that many deer in the area. And so finding that set, I was freaking stoked. I still have it. I still have it downstairs. What's your guys' thoughts on the, the shed hunting seasons? That's another whole can of worms right there, Taryn. You want to open that yeah, up? I, I kind of do. <laughs> Let's jump down a rabbit hole real quick. I, I I know my thoughts on it, but I'd love to hear yours. <laughs> I'm torn, to be honest. I think you're penalizing the law-abiding hunters, citizens, whatever you want to call it. But on the other hand, it's obviously going to be good by shutting you know, areas down for traffic. But if people are going to poach, they're going to poach no matter what, if yep. their area is closed or not. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I can... I've heard so many, heard so many stories of people just piling up beforehand and then you come May 1st to just get their piles and walk out. Yep. yep. So, so are they actually keeping people out of the areas? Or are they just keeping no. people from picking up sheds? Yeah, you just can't pick up a shed. Yeah, yeah you can... don't want people in there bugging them. That's the main thing right. for the closures, but people nope. are still in there looking for them. Yep. So, the closures um, here in Wyoming. Yeah, the closures here in Wyoming are basically for uh, people on snowmobiles that used to uh, run the deer down, <clears throat> run them down until they drop their sheds. So that's why they closed in this area for motorized. But See, even you can get out there and hike, you can walk in horses, whatever. I get you that can't though. Pick up sheds. You can't chase. But you even know. in the closures, you can still get out there on foot. Yeah, don't chase them with the dang freaking snowmobile. But yeah. So in in Utah, I, I can tell you two parts. So they've. They've still kept it. I thought they were going to get rid of it because when it all came about a few years back, we had a hard winter, and that's when they they put the actual season in place that you couldn't hunt it until a certain day. Uh-huh. Um, and I have a lot of uh, DWR guys that come in and talk to me at my day job, and all of them were of the same mind that they thought the season and the closure and stuff was idiotic. They're out patrolling. They catch somebody being stupid chasing wildlife whatever they give them a ticket but they feel like it's created a bigger issue with guys walking around and not even picking them up but just dropping pins on onyx where they are and then just going back at midnight opening day and picking them up in the dark mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's uh <clears throat> I- i'm with monty though i'm i I understand the the reason behind it, but I mean, I was out glassing just the other day and watching people walk around the mountains with a pack on their back. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're doing. I mean, it's just people yeah. are doing it. Yeah, like you said, whether it's walking around and 
making a mark on Onyx or putting a pile together. Uh, people are still doing it, so I don't know that they're accomplishing much at this point. Yep. All right, back to big game animals. Let's talk about the uh, what we found on results. I'm going to start with what we – so we put up some polls on Instagram. Um, Instagram's kind of funny, so I had to kind of put animal against animal just to kind of to see – what people thought. And so I did whitetail against mule deer. It wasn't even close. I mean, mule deer blew whitetail out of the water. No offense to the whitetail lovers out there, but mule deer destroyed it. Um, sheep and goat was another one. People chose sheep. Moose and elk, kind of similar to the mule deer. Everybody chose elk over moose, which I think that would probably be a little bit different if moose were more accessible to hunt. But since nobody right. ever gets to hunt them, well, of course, I think elk's going to be up there. And there, and then bear and antelope, and this one makes uh, Monty happy because antelope beat bear out. So, what did what did Facebook tell us? So I've got the the total votes here. Same same thing. Whitetail was the lowest of the group that we got votes for, which was forty three forty three people total had voted for whitetail. Um, we have over a thousand votes on this, but. Yeah, 43 for whitetail. Then the next one was mountain goat, which was 63 people voted for mountain goat. Um, and then it was, let's see, black bear with 105. And then we went to pronghorn with 132 votes. And then, oh, I guess I missed one. Sorry. Moose only had 78. I, I skipped over that one. I apologize. And anyways, moving on past pronghorn. Uh, then it was bighorn sheep at 184, which kind of surprised me that that many people voted that that was their favorite when you're not hunting them. Kind of the same thing as moose. It's not like you're hunting them that often. Um, and then the top two were elk at 192 votes and, per, uh, and uh, mule deer at 235. You know, this is also a little bit biased because most of the followers of e-hunter are western hunters so i wonder if you were to pull just eastern hunters what they would say i mean obviously i, I would think right. whitetail right oh yeah whitetail and black bear is going to be huge bear, both yeah, of them. have to be up there yeah but same thing could be said for like if you pulled alaskans they're all gonna say moose more than probably anything because they're more accessible up there maybe caribou but yeah Interesting. That's crazy. The mule deer. I mean, I mean, it makes sense for the reasons that we mentioned when we started the podcast and each explained our own things. Mule deer, but it's interesting that the numbers would come in that way as well. It goes back to our conversation on the which cartridge is the best as well. Like there is, they're all amazing. They all are super fun. Like you can pick the one that's your your favorite, but each has their own uh, their own pull, you know. And yep. like Karen was saying, the elk hunting, I've gotten into that a little more lately. And and there's there's really you know nothing like hearing bulls screaming at you in the woods and and chasing them around with a little stick and string. You know, it's just amazing. And even I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to the pronghorns here. Last <laughs> year, first time ever hunting pronghorn. And it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I got to be on the winter range up there in Wyoming with Monty, and and no joke, that that was cool. They would, 
they would just come in group after group and just in that same little migration pattern that they had and you know such a cool experience to see them doing that so you know you pick one in your favorite but it's not like i'm going to give up hunting on all the other ones as well because i've got stories and, and memories of each animal that i've hunted and i want to keep hunting them year after year so that's kind of fun yeah i i think one of the comments that we got on uh, one of our facebook polls or comment or posts when we said what's the best big game game animal to hunt and i can't remember who it was that said it but they said uh whatever whichever one i have a tag for <laughs> yep. nice yeah i thought that was pretty well, dang funny <laughs> well, that is a good, good answer. answer that's that's yep. just about right yeah, because yeah, you draw your limited entry elk, and that year you don't care about mule deer. You're focusing on your limited entry elk hunt. Mm-hmm. So yep. that is true. Yep, exactly. Smart man, whoever said that. I'm looking oh, it up right now. See if I can find it. <laughs> Seth, do you have it? Uh, I was looking. I'm not seeing it. I'm gonna have to go back and try to find it. <laughs> we need to give that guy a shout out because that's yeah, that's hitting it right on the head right there. <laughs> yeah, our our rider. Uh, Brendan was saying that he he was a vote for pronghorn, archery pronghorn. He said, oh, "Archery pronghorn, favorite hunt, huh?" Yeah, and I, dude, I agree because like for for pronghorn, what? anyways, I could see I can see why because when I drew my tag in Utah, it, it kind of pushes right up into the edge of their rut, and so they're real they're real territorial and they're running each other off. And it was a blast. You got to hunt them all day. They're chasing each other around, and you're trying to work in between them and the does and catch them coming back to the does and stuff. It was a really fun hunt. So I could see why. I'm still a, a mule deer guy, but I, I could see why he would have thought that was a fun hunt. Yeah. Got a couple of comments here. I, I want to read them. So Jared, your buddy Jared says that pronghorn antelope or spring bear, if that counts. Spring bear, mm-hmm. that's interesting. In Utah? Yeah. Yeah. Like dogs? Yeah, they do. Oh, so maybe. they they do dogs and they do spot and stock now in Utah. So you can you can get a spot and stock tag for uh, maybe it's fall. I can't remember if it's spring or fall, but they do do a and they do baiting too. So he might be. I think he had it. Oh, maybe his friend had a tag. I can't only, remember. Call him and ask him. You can only bait in the fall though. With uh, I thought it was summertime. I think it's summer. So he must be talking dogs. Yeah. I don't know. Both of those are early hunts, though, so maybe that is part of the reason. Yeah. Because yeah. you're talking spring, spring bear. You have your big layoff after fall. You're sitting around all winter waiting to hunt again. Right. And archery antelope is usually August, so that's one of your first hunts, too. So you're probably, you know, you're sitting around from November all the way to August just being antsy as hell. So, yeah. Right. That's a good point. Tyler Stout said elk in September and mule deer in November. I I like that answer a lot. Like if that if I could find a perfect answer that for me, that would be probably my perfect answer. And he said so he also said anything and everything with a bow. <laughs> so he basically yeah. just meant to say anything in the rut. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah we need to we need to break this down month to month. <laughs> what do we like to hunt most in every month? Yep. That's a good point. September, elk. October, November, there. Yeah. August is pronghorn. Fall, winter is predators. 
August, I could put a vote in there for Mule archery deer. mule deer. Yeah. Early, yep. yeah. Early muleys would be good. Nevada opens up second week of August, and that's prime for muleys. Isn't, uh, Utah's the same thing. Like, August 15th, Pretty early. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Third week, I think. Third, beginning of the third week, yeah. Yeah. If you're talking spring, you're talking spring bear and turkey, and that's about it. Yeah. At least in my, my areas. Yep. I'm going to actually try to turkey hunt this year. I've only done it one time a long time ago, but now that they've got the general tag, I'm going to go give it a crack, I think. I shot a few, but just in Nebraska, nothing out here in Wyoming. If you're spring, turkey or bear, which one did you guys say? Would you choose? I'd do bear. If I get a tag every year, I do bear. It's just very difficult to get in Idaho. Yeah, it's very difficult to do it in Utah and home state. But true, baiting bears is fun but very difficult at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I drew a bear tag. Fifty pounds of uh, rotten meat. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. I drew a bear tag in Utah about five years ago and baited, and I had two bait sides set up, and yeah, it was a pain. Had my truck fed full of just the nastiest crap you can imagine. My wife was real happy about that, <laughs> but oh. super cool because you can have cams on there, and you know, I had bears hitting both sides, and I had a little colored phase too that I was trying to go for, a little blondie, but. Having a bear walking under you at 12 yards and eating on your jelly donuts is is a pretty good time. Old donuts and bacon grease all over the back yep. of your truck. <laughs> yep. That sounds It was really hard in our areas because uh, we have grizzly here. So every time a grizzly hits your bait, close. you call you call a game and fish and it's closed. You yeah, can't even go get your, your site. You have to have a game and fish employee out there taking your barrels down and your cameras down. Nice. How often did you have grizzlies hitting your sights? Oh, the first two or three years I hit hard, and I had a big, huge cinnamon black hair hitting it. Just started to pattern them. Next thing I know, grizz with cubs come in. So, called man, they took down my sight. And then you're shut so, down for the year. So, if the grizzly shows up on it, do the black bear, do they leave? basically do they push them off and never show up or do they kind of share it have you seen that before not really because like say you're supposed to call them immediately and then they come take everything down trail can't cameras check your cams or can't do oh, anything please huh? no but i had that big sentiment hitting for almost a full week just starting to pattern them and then mama two cubs come in crazy Just reading through a couple more comments on on Facebook. Greeny, Ryan Greenfield says, Archery Elk is my favorite. Danny Olam says, Black Bear. Black Bear is really surprising. It seems like there's a lot of people like hunting Black Bear. I've got a buddy that I elk hunt with, and he absolutely hates hunting Black Bear. He's so sick of it. I'm like, man, I, I don't know. If I could get a tag every year, I think I'd be happy about it. But and then, uh, get sick of hunting anything. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But he's killed like twenty black bears, so I, you know, like, oh, I think it's kind of go. got. I mean, he's he's an older gentleman. He's gonna kick my butt for saying that, but he's like sixty-eight <laughs> years old. So 
Sean Cross says, Moose, making a call out of a milk jug, pulling them in with fake paddles on your head and delicious eating. <laughs> that would be cool. I'll tell you right now, if they open the grizzly hunt, that's going to take it for me. Yeah? Oh, man. You wouldn't like to hunt grizzly? Oh, I would, absolutely. Oh, Is, it's going to overtake mule deer, though? Absolutely. Wow. Dang. I would just, I would just think the... You're not going to get a tag very often. That's the only yeah, thing. But the one time you do, I don't care if it's once in a lifetime. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you guys have camped in grizzly country. You know what I'm talking about. It's, oh, yeah, you, don't. Don't, you don't get a good night's sleep. I've never no, been in grizzly country, like hunting, like worrying that they're going to come and get me. Oh, man. That's intense, that's for sure. Every twig break in the middle of the night is... Like yeah. as they come and attack you. <laughs> yeah. Well, gents, I think we have our answer, though, don't we? I think so. I think this is the first time we've all ever agreed on anything. I know. Usually it's an argument and so. a fight. It's probably a better podcast when we fight about it, but... Yeah. <laughs> I tried to make it a fight with, with Seth all the way up until this point, thinking that I was going to go with Elk and... Yeah, he even question if I even questioned if I'd even shot an elk. I know I love that you're sending me. <laughs> I knew that you'd already shot one. You'd already talked about it, but you're sending me pictures and videos. I did. I sent you a video. I was at work and it's hanging on the wall at work, and I'm like, I don't know, is that an elk or what is that? You guys should have seen it. He was getting so pissed. I wasn't pissed at all, dude. I was having a good time. I was laughing. <laughs> so take take a mule there off the table, quick. What's the second one? Elk. Elk. Pronghorn. Elk for all three of you? Pronghorn. There Seth. it is. So, Seth. pronghorn. Gosh, for me dang too. So pronghorn, pronghorn, elk, elk. Did you guys like pronghorn just because it just chases the truck and you just shoot it and it jumps in the back of the truck and you're good to go? Is that is that what it is? <laughs> you get to hunt them. You get to hunt them all day. They don't go to. They don't go lay down like deer or elk. Yeah. You can hunt. Curtis you can hunt and I had a, a saying about the little bucks we saw in Wyoming. I don't know what what was it. Curtis, those were what? Terran bucks? Terran bucks. Terran bucks. That's right. Uh... Anything under 40 inches was a Terran buck. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. If you want to talk, if you want to be talking about size here, the pronghorn doesn't even come to the picture because that's the smallest, both antlers and body of any of these animals. What's the hardest animal to judge score wise? Caribou. It's got to be pronghorn. <laughs> it's pronghorn. <laughs> My, no, do you guys really know how to maybe, score a caribou? Maybe mountain goat. No. I have no idea how to score a caribou. No idea. I mean, you can still judge an elk. You can tell if it's a 320 elk or if it's a freaking 360 monster, you know? However, the difference in a 70 inch pronghorn and 80, it's tough. Exactly. You, know, you, can, you, you can tell what a Terran buck is. Those are the ones that chase cars and, you know. Most, like, <laughs> and like if most you want antelope. an easy, easy hunt, you go like Terran, you wait until the one chases your car, and then you shoot it, and you have your hunts done. Literally. Nope. I guess it didn't chase the truck. It chased me down the, the ridge. Like, seriously, followed me down the ridge that me and my boys were walking down laughing, hooting, and hollering, and it's just following us. That's we're because they're a white shirt. <laughs> It yeah. was six months old or whatever it was, you know? <laughs> so it, it really is a judge of character or 
you know, a hunter that, because we had that too on our hunt, but how many did we pass up, Monty, before we ended up shooting one? Terran bucks or just bucks in general? Just bucks in general, because Terran oh. would have been tagged out in the first 20 oh, minutes. Oh, freak, of yeah. No joke, we passed on goats. two, three hundred bucks. No, no doubt in my mind. At least. So, yeah. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. If you can't tell the difference between a 70 and an 80 inch pronghorn, you need to educate yourself. Like yeah. that's, show some self constraint. That's and not shoot the first fourteen incher that you see. If you think Terrence Buck was fourteen inches tall, no, 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 total, total. fourteen inches total. <laughs> that's a lot closer. See, you yeah. guys don't even know how to judge them. That was an eighty-eight inch antelope. I don't know what you guys, yeah. what your guys' deal is. You guys need to educate like, yourselves. Don't, I'll guarantee don't... you, you put tape on your antelope right now, it ain't over 45 uh, inches. I guarantee I can't find that antelope right now. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> did you eat him, though, Taryn? Did you eat him? You know him? what? I did eat him, and I was actually kind of surprised. Um, nowhere right. near. That's a, See, that's another argument here. Elk is the best meat. I mean, it, wild game meat, elk is, the de- is by, for me, the best meat. Mule deer's pretty close. Is, is second. Not, I wouldn't even say close. But what's that? Bison for me. Bison. But I agree, elk's up there too. Yeah, antelope. I mean, it was okay. I mean, we ate it. I had it for breakfast that next morning. It was it was pretty dang good. But um, definitely no elk. So, and I think well, and he was. I'll admit he was a small one, but that's really all you're gonna get in that area. (laughs) So I I think I ended up getting maybe a. Five pounds it of meat off that guy. <laughs> Once you trimmed him, you got about 12 pounds. You know, I'm sitting there cutting through. I'm like, okay, that's that's junk. That's junk. Where's, where's a good chunk of meat? I, I kept looking, and I never found that, that really big chunk of meat, you know? So, poor little fella. But hey. we're all fathers here, so that brings in another concept, you know? What would you rather hunt with your family and your kids, young kids? You know, I'm not dragging my two-year-old and a nine-year-old nine or nine miles in the backcountry to chase after elk either. That's just not going to happen, especially in grizzly country. Yeah. Uh, for me, it'd be either mule deer or antelope, just because it's yeah. you can hunt from a truck, you can eat snacks and drink soda, yeah. and the, just make it a fun trip for the kids, and it's you yeah. can be successful. But hands down, antelope for me. Just kind of what Seth said. You know, you can hunt from dawn until dusk, and yeah. you're seeing antelope all the time. You're not, you know, first hour of daylight and last hour. It's interesting. I don't know that people. I don't know if people aren't educated in antelope hunting or what. Well, at least where I was at. So we got there first thing in the morning, and and there were trucks everywhere in this little area that had some public land. And uh, I talked to the game warden that was sitting there checking everybody, and he's like, "You know what? Wait till eleven o'clock." Cause like, he's like, "You plan on being here all day?" And I was like, "Yeah, antelope. You you hunt them all day long." He's like, "Exactly." He's like, "I guarantee you, eleven o'clock. There's nobody but you here." And he was right. Everybody. I don't know if they thought that antelope are like deer and they go to bed during the day or what, but me and my boys were the only ones in that whole entire area come eleven o'clock. I had to go get breakfast. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Jeez. See, Curtis and I sat a water hole this last year, and it was. Probably every half hour, we'd have another herd come in all throughout the day. Wow. 
That'd be fun. Yeah, it was cool. We had, what, 100 antelope throughout the whole day show up at the water? Yeah, at least. That's we count that one day. day. Yeah. yeah. That was super cool. What about uh, hanging up on your wall? What animal do you want? What's your, your big game animal, favorite big game animal to put on a wall? Oh, that's got to be elk for me. That's a tough one. Uh, oh, I love the velvet muleys. Yeah, big a big mule deer or one day just as a lifetime achievement award my my buffalo. Those would be the two. Mm. I'm gonna agree with Monty on this one. There, I I don't know. That there's much cooler animal than a big 400 inch elk on a on a wall. That's pretty impressive. I don't know if you'd ever if you'd ever draw that Montana breaks for sheep. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Get a 200-inch sheep on the wall. Ooh, man. It almost have to be a full body, but... Yeah. Elk take up so much space, man. Yeah, but that's what's cool about them, though. If you got a big wall... I know, but you gotta, you gotta buy a freaking new house to put an elk in. Just, just buy that yep. big cabin. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, you got a point there, though, Monty. I have a, a buddy that I went to his house, and he had he'd completed the, the Grand Slam for sheep. And he had them all up on the wall, and they were all huge. I mean, just absolute records. And that was pretty dang cool to see up on the wall. Yeah. But I don't know, though. You know, people that don't know much about sheep, though, may not think that much different because they see the curl of a sheep, and it's the curl of a mm. sheep. Whereas an elk, you're seeing points come, you know, coming off everywhere, huge mass, things like that. I, I still get. I would still say an elk is probably the more impressive on a wall. Moose or swamp doggies, they don't look very good. Yeah, so I say a big moose might be impressive, but yeah, they're just a donkey. <laughs> that nose of a moose is just the, so ugly. are the ugliest animals to oh, me. Man, gosh. they're ugly, aren't they? They are. I'd love to shoot a big moose, but... They're, 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 you would think they would be even more awkward than they are, because they just look so gangly. But I mean, they move well through the, the world, but man, they look like they would be awkward as heck to walk and anything. Ugh. Yeah, when they're running on like open open land, they look like like a, a baby giraffe trying to run. You know, like they look so awkward. Yeah. But yet, but then if you like watch them run through snow, that's yeah. you know three four feet in, three four feet deep, like that's that's where they really shine. So and they're and they're so big, they cover so much ground. Even though they look goofy, they're covering so much ground so quick. Yeah. Well, cool, guys. I think in this podcast, we've said every animal, so it goes <laughs> down. It's kind of like <laughs> we love them all. <laughs> I think we just like hunting. Yeah. I think it goes back to whatever tag I have in my pocket. That's my favorite animal at the time. Yep. There you go. It's a good ending right there. That is a good ending. All right, guys, any last words before we do end? Any shout-outs we need to give? Take that as a no. Nope. Cool, guys. All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for listening to the to the podcast. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are. The best big game animal to hunt um, wherever you live. I'd really like to hear from some Eastern guys. I know we don't have a lot that uh, listen to the podcast according to our stats, but um, anybody, let us know what you guys think is the best big game animal to hunt. 
and the reason why. I mean, it's one thing to say mule deer, but you know, let us hear the story of, of why it's that. Or you know, sheep seems to be a big one. It seems like everybody, if you go to the the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo, it's all about sheep and whatnot. But um, let us know your guys' thoughts on what the big best big game animal is to hunt. So appreciate you guys listening, and uh, see you later.